here's a question. When you have a guest come to stay at your property, do you know what recent studies have shown is one of the first things that they look for? Take a guess. Say out loud as you're listening to this with me, the Wi-Fi code. That's crazy. But it's the time that we're in. Now tell me, where do you keep your Wi-Fi code? Let me know at Boostly UK on Twitter, get in contact on Instagram, Facebook, you know how to find me. I bet it's in a little welcome guidebook that's nicely waiting on that kitchen table as the guest enters. That's why I have mine for our family business. We took the time and effort to add in places to visit, eat and drink in that little welcome book. But you do know how many times over the years I've had to replace that thing because of things going out a day or people walking off with them. So at the start of this year, I set out looking for something better. A good friend of mine, Danny from Optimize Airbnb, told me about a company called Hostfully. They design and lovely little digital guidebooks that can be accessed on any device, tablet, uh, and are super simple to create. I've even recorded a video of how I created a stunning digital guidebook with Hostfully. If you want to watch that video, little over-the-shoulder video, head over to boostly.co.uk forward slash Hostfully, H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y. The cool thing is that Hostfully lets you create one digital guidebook for absolutely free. So you can go over there right now, hostfully.com, create a free one. And then if you need more for different rooms or properties, then you can upgrade for a low cost. I loved it so much that I got in contact with David, Brad and the gang at Hostfully to see what they could do for Boostly listeners. And they've come back to me and I've got a little special treat lined up for you. So when you go to hostfully.com, you create a free one. And if you wanted to upgrade, all you need to do is put in the code Boostly. 2M. So B-O-O-S-T-L-Y, the number 2M, and you will get two months free of their premium service. You can't say any further than that. If anything deserves a little five-star review for this podcast, then I think that should. Paula Butler, Boostly Academy member, posted in our Facebook group that after creating her digital guidebook, her guests actually started to comment on how impressive they were. So that's not only improving her guest experience, but she's now generating talk triggers. And this is all done for free. What I like as well is that you can also print off these guidebooks so you can still have them on the kitchen table when a guest enters your property. So that link again, hostly.com, Boostly2M is your coupon code for two months off a premium service. Right, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Boostly podcast. We are in season seven, episode nine. And in this episode we're talking all about Instagram. Now in this episode I've invited Natasha Parentia, um, based in Valencia, has two properties that she rents out and has got plans to create a glamping site. Uh, Natasha has traveled the world. Uh, she is now also helping other short stay accommodation owners in her own Facebook group uh, which is lovely titled Airbnb, more direct bookings, marketing tips for vacation rentals. We go on to talk about hashtags. We go on to talk about stories. She shares a, a lovely little tip that will help get more traffic to your website from Instagram. And then we start to talk about some direct booking tips. So without further ado, let me pass you on to Natasha. This is the Boosted Podcast. Be- please make sure before you leave, you rate 
review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, welcome Mark and thank you for this opportunity. I'm very happy to be live with you today. All, both of us in Spain, so it's perfect. Uh, so yeah, to reply to your first question, where I am based, I'm in Spain. In case you don't notice it from the accent, I'm French. <laughs> Uh, but I left France 10 years ago. I have lived in different countries. I think it's the sixth country right now, Spain. And I have been hosting, I started hosting when I was in Germany. And it was just when I was traveling, I would rent out my room, I would go travel and basically it would pay for my trips. So it was not too bad. And then when I, like, um, came to this flat I in, in Valencia, Spain. I decided to rent a few rooms in my flat. So I'm doing home share in this flat. And I have another flat in the countryside uh, because when I got pregnant, uh, I thought, okay, I have to do the normal things. I, I never had like, since I um, decided to go uh, travel around the world, I never had a normal life, what we would call. When I got pregnant, I, I thought, okay, I need to <laughs> go back to normal life. So I thought I have to buy a flat. So um, I bought a flat in the countryside uh, because with my budget, I could not afford like a flat in the center of Valencia. I have one in the countryside. I went to live there for a while, but after getting my baby, like she was, I think, two or three months old, we decided no. We are going back uh, to Valencia to have a normal life. We are only in our early 30s. <laughs> Let's go back to life. So um, that's how I decided to, instead of long-term rentals, which would have like bring very little money in a village in the countryside, plus they are like, according to me and according to what I was talking with people, it's kind of dangerous in Spain because you don't know the risk. People like can pay one month, they give you the deposit and then basically like they occupy your flat and then just don't pay you. Uh, so we decided to do the same as we were doing here in the flat there. And yeah, it's bring good. There are festivals. It's not like super uh, like rented all the time because it's like small village but there is mountains there are a lot of things to do around so yeah that's the two accommodations that i have and my plan for the future is to have a glamping site so i want to have a glamping site with yurtas or small like tiny houses with vegan food with a garden so that people can come back to nature and uh, so that's uh, yeah the goal for the future for accommodations that is super interesting and the plans for the future sound amazing hopefully one day while i am in spain we'll be able to come up and, and come and check it out i think the kids will absolutely love that uh, yeah. so yeah we're going to talk about instagram as as we've said yes. in, in, in the topic and in the, in the title now um out of all the social media channels where does instagram rate on on your favorite and of me personally speaking i i love instagram um it's the only app that's on my my phone um you know i i i, I do i do use facebook a lot but i tend to use facebook more on my computer uh, and i leave instagram on the phone just because i i really enjoy using it and interacting with it and just learning all the new tactics and tips on there so where does it rate for yourself natasha 
Mm -hmm. So for me, the best one is Facebook. Right now, I'm using much more Facebook. Before, I was using much more Instagram. Right now, like, um, in fact, like what I like in my group, I advise on the different channels, and uh, also in my paid groups, I advise on the different channels. Why? Because I think it's good to know all the strategies, and I love marketing. So for me, I I studied all the strategies, and I'm learning. Like we are all, it's a growing process. So I'm always learning new things but it's also good to know all the strategies and to know okay which one is working best for me which one is giving me like the highest percentage of conversion because it's like no point to spend time on something which is not giving you the highest return on uh, time uh, yeah time spent so yeah what is the best for me the two platforms for me for my business is uh, facebook and uh, linkedin for like teaching people how to like have better online visibility for the vacation rental is those things. So that's why I'm spending more time on this, but I love Instagram for my personal life. I'm checking all the time, especially like for places to stay. And as I said, I, I love learning marketing strategies. So that's why I know a lot about uh, Instagram, but that's not my uh, top one for myself. Well, we're gonna we're gonna circle back to the Facebook group later because yeah. I'm a part of it and and I love it and it's really interesting just to delve into a few things that you said that you use Instagram for your personal and look for places exactly. to go and stay exactly. and I have definitely noticed this more and more over the course of the the last eighteen to twenty four months now is that people use Instagram as a mechanism to decide on where they're gonna go and stay. Mm -hmm. True. and we're definitely going to go into this topic a little bit more but I wanted to start off and just ask you the first question which is what do you see is the most common mistake that short stay accommodation owners are doing when it comes to getting started with, with Instagram so just to just to caveat that so Natasha now has, has built up two properties um plans for a glamping site and what she's also doing which is what i love is she's giving loads of help and advice and tips to other people from around the world on how they can get started as, as well so you obviously you've you've coached a lot of people you're working alongside a lot of people so what is the most common mistake that you see them okay. make when they get into instagram okay so like there are a few but the first like big mistakes i think in the in the hashtags people are putting in the hashtags, basically Airbnb host, Airbnb super host, uh, vacation rentals, whatever. What it's bringing them, it's bringing them followers, which are basically their competitors or not like we will say like collaborators, partners in other places, uh, which is good. It's also, it's always nice to like, know other hosts, but they are not your target market. Uh, your target market, is like who is coming to your place in general. So you have to think when you're thinking about hashtags, instead of like putting what you are, because this is not what we want to focus on. Like who you are is good, but you want to focus on who they are. So if you know that most of the uh, people coming to your place, for instance, I have one of my students, she has a lot of people coming because they love like bike trials then I advise her to use those kind of hashtags, find the one which is working for her, her target audience, not uh, herself, them. It's like, find the right hashtags for them. Yeah, 
The, uh, one of the stats that I, I came across when I was preparing for my talk last Friday on Instagram was that when you use a hashtag, it gets 16% more engagement for those that don't use any hashtags, which is, which is really interesting. And I, I think you, you really did um, explain that well, because what I see a lot of people doing, and I was culprit to this when I first started going on, on Instagram all these years ago, is that I would do real short keywords. Now, for example, you, you did a good one there, just Airbnb. Airbnb means nothing, so you've got to delve into it a, a, a little bit more. Now, we're not saying just go on an absolute rant of a, of a, of a hashtag because then nobody's going to be doing it. But I think uh, what you're saying is absolutely right. And it, and it all sort of circles back to who are your target audience? Who's your ideal guest? Like, like what is the majority of them? Where, what would they be looking for? And, and uh, I think like a, a real cool one, specifically in the UK, is, is the farm stay hashtag. Farm stay, family friendly. Like if you, I mean, speaking from personal, uh, we've got a family, farm stay business. It's, it attracts a lot of families. And so those are the ones that we would we would look to in, interact with. Have you got any uh, tactics and tips? And because what I find is is really funny is that loads of people say get on the hashtags, but then there's no follow up advice. So have you got any really cool little short little tips um, that you could advise on? What's the best way of going around and finding a hashtag that 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 they could look to take advantage of in terms of when they're posting and things to use? Mm -hmm. So, well, there are different things. When you're on Instagram, you go to the search uh, search tab on the top and you write you write what you're thinking of and then you will see, like, uh, Instagram is, will, will tell you, oh, this hashtag, there is, like, over 10 million posts. This hashtag is, like, 100 posts. So, as you were saying, you don't want a hashtag which is too small and that you will be the only one there. It's not the point but you also don't want one which is like overcrowded because you will be one in a sea of people and they will never see you. So this is the first thing, like find a hashtag which is like not too widely used and not too, like not too little used. Uh, the second thing, what I advise, look for your competitors. Uh, look for the competitors or look for the hotels. Why look for the hotels? Don't use the hashtags which are just for hotels, but Look for the hotels, they have a big, usually they have a big team. They have more money than you for their marketing. So they have a team behind them who are doing the research on what hashtags they should use. So look at what they are using as hashtags and again, click on each, each hashtag and see, okay, is it a too big hashtag or not? Check, you have to like do a little research on your, um, your com competitors and then also if you know like some of your past guests uh, check their accounts check what they are using as hashtags because if they are using this and they are your ideal customers then probably the other ones are using it as well i think that's that's really good and um again it, it comes down to time and we, we spoke about this on the boostly podcast when we were chatting to Tager about outsourcing and if you haven't got the time to do this this is a, a super simplistic task that you could actually outsource and have somebody help you do because i you know totally get it busy accommodation owner you know busy with life and life and you know and all the things that are going on so if you haven't got the time to do this and you're thinking of a task 
that is going to be essential for your business in 2020, but you're not sure what to outsource. Mm-hmm. It comes to things like this. You could easily take this, find somebody on one of these outsourcing websites and, and get them to do that, do that for you. Um, okay. So hashtags are key. We get that. We, we, we know that we don't want to go on the, on the, on the super engaged ones. You don't want to go on the super shots ones. You want to try and find that nice little medium and then you're going to start, start using them and engaging them in, in them. Um, let's just quickly then move to Instagram stories. Now, Instagram stories is, is cool. It's probably where I spend a lot of my day. I no longer scroll up and down. I scroll, scroll right and, and left because I just find that it's such a cool way to keep in touch and keep following and keep on tabs of what people are, are doing in the industry and, and just like friends and, 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 what, and whatnot. And when it comes to Instagram stories, I still think that it's so new for, for a lot of people. Um, I love to play around with it. I've got loads of apps that I like to engage and, and just sort of test out and things. But when it comes to Instagram stories and if someone wants to get started, do you have any, any, any advice that you could pass on when it comes to using stories? Is there any sort of like little top little tips that, that you could pass on here? Mm-hmm. So first, uh, I would say that, yes, as you were saying, doing Instagram stories is the way to go right now. This is what you want. Uh, Instagram stories is you, you cannot not do it. And um, I, sorry, I just got distracted because someone is ringing at the door, but hopefully someone will answer this. Um, so what I, yeah, what I was saying is you want to do this. And I know a lot of people are afraid. So if you're watching this live or if you're listening to the podcast and you're afraid of doing it, we all have to go out of our comfort zone. This is uh, something if you want to grow, this is something important. And why stories is very important. As Mark was saying, people don't, like a lot of people, we don't have time. We don't go to the feed anymore. We just go to the stories. This is at the top. Uh, Airbnb, um, Instagram and Facebook are pushing this. The stories is what like uh, we are, uh, they are pushing. So that's where you have to go. Uh, the, the biggest tips that I, in fact, I have two tips on this. The first one in our world, in our society right now, we are missing the human connection. We are missing to like, there is a brand, there is like, we don't know people. So just be real, uh, just be yourself as Mark is doing. In fact, if you haven't checked his account, you can, <laughs> he's doing daily vlogs. He's showing all his life. <laughs> On, uh, on Instagram, so I, I know that some of you are like um, re- resilient to show all your life. You don't have to show all your life, just show a little bit, some things like behind the scenes, we all love some behind the scenes, so uh, you're like, if you're the one cleaning your place, uh, maybe you're uh, cleaning it with, uh, in fact, I'm cleaning it sometime with my daughter, just like you know a little video like this is something which will give you a lot of engagement people will like connect with you this is very important they want to relate they want to connect uh, one uh, other tip would be to put one hashtag in each series you have the possibility to put a hashtag and because you have just one hashtag this is really helping you to see which is a good hashtag and which one is not working because you can then go to the insights and they tell you how many people saw your story because of the hashtag. So this is like a good indication for afterwards for your feed to use these hashtags. And then the third one that I thought about and that I'm 
forgetting right now is yeah ask for engagement uh, ask for like people like to like give their opinion this is something like uh, they, they like to do so you can ask a question or you can uh, do a poll like uh, what do you prefer what's your favorite season like summer or winter any any question that comes to your mind asking for engagement again because they will reply it will go to your um, personal messages and then you will reply to them. You will create this relationship. That's what I'm talking a lot in my group. Like relationship, create relationship in our society nowadays. This is the most important if you want, like really, to your business uh, to grow and in a right way to have your ideal guests coming back to have like repeat guests and things like this. You have to think about the relationships and those. Those are the three tips. Like go live, show behind the scenes, your personal life, put one hashtag and the third one, ask for engagement. I, yeah, I like that. And just to add in a, a number four is when you do Instagram stories, you've got the ability to add a location tag. So you can <laughs> add in a location. So I'm in Javier, you can do Javier. And what the cool thing about that is, is that when someone's on Instagram and then the explore feed of Instagram, they <laughs> click on where they are, i.e. Javier or Valencia or wherever. You can click on the story and what Instagram does is it pulls in some of the most popular ones from the past 24 hours and you're able to watch and engage. Now, if, if you're going to think about this for a, a, like a location basis, that right now, if I was to go onto Instagram and if I was to type in Vegas, I can watch all of the last feeds from Las Vegas in the last 24 hours, all the parties and things going on. But if I've got somebody that is, knows that they're going to be, or they, they have a really like an area, or think about going to an area. And say that you've done a location tag and they come and look at your area for an accommodation business. If you're showcasing who you are and what you do. Now, a, a, a really popular hashtag is room with a view. So if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you've got a, an accommodation that you know has got stunning views from your property, add that little hashtag in with the location tag and then people will tune in. And don't forget, this is disappearing content, so it will leave after 24 hours. But if you they tune in on that time, they could discover your property. And then the next obvious step is that they'll come onto your account, they'll come onto your feed, and you just go from there. Now, one thing I, I really wanted to talk to you about, because I know you've mentioned this before, and I, I love this service, it's Linktree. Okay. Uh, now, as we all know with Instagram, you cannot put web links anywhere in your post it's just not clickable for obvious reasons but there's a really cool tip and bit of software a bit of website out there that is free and i want natasha to just explain a little bit more about what linktree is please mm -hmm. so uh in fact that's a tip that i was sharing in my group and uh, that melissa commented on your post so linktree is enabling you it's a freemium service so you can use the free or the uh, premium version i'm using the free one uh, to have different links. Uh, why is it good? Because maybe you have different accommodations. Maybe you have like your book direct, uh, which Marx is good uh, for <laughs> to talk about this, uh, your book direct uh, link. Then you can have like your book direct link, your like different accommodations links. Uh, if you have a blog, you can link your blog. If you have like uh, Facebook, you can link your Facebook. If you're doing uh, Airbnb experiences, you can also share your Airbnb experiences. Basically, you can have the different uh, links there, and it's amazing. One thing, this is for people who are like not tech savvy, Linktree is perfect because it's very easy to use. 
then if uh, like uh, Mark is recommending usually, uh, if you have your own direct website, then I would advise you to do the same on your website. And this is very easy to create. It's one page, uh, you have it created, and you have like more traffic coming to your website. People spend time, they go from one place to the other. This is helping you rank on Google. So if you can do it, or if you have like a developer doing it for you, then having such a page is also amazing because you have different links on your bio on uh, link, uh, Instagram, which usually uh, leaves you with one option. So this yeah. is perfect. And if you don't have a website and you're listening to this and you're trying to find somebody to go to, just go to booster.co.uk forward slash websites. There's amazing uh, <laughs> services there. Uh, I had to segue that in. Okay, so we've gone through hashtags, we've gone through stories, we've gone through um, link tree. So loads of little cool little tactics and tips to get started with there. Now let's go in to talk about direct bookings because we are going to finish talking about your group because I, I think it's an amazing group and we are going to really do a nice little picture of that later. But when it comes to direct bookings, what is the one bit of advice that you seem to be passing on to your members time and time again when it comes to people saying right i want to increase the amount of owner bookings i don't want to spend commission i, I, I want to get my own coming in what is the one bit of advice that you find natasha that you are passing on time and time again to, to your members well of course as you just mentioned having your own website if you want direct bookings it's helping um, second one be on google uh, be on Google uh, my business page this is like a lot of people are not on it so your competition is not on it mostly the hotels are there but there is not uh, this kind of like more personal accommodations they are not on Google uh, but when people are looking for accommodations they are also looking at Google Maps we are all using Google Maps and being having this little uh, point pinpoint on the map is helping you uh, with after you can have your direct uh, website link to it and then they go there another uh, tip in fact you are like uh, the one saying it i think in your academy or in your group is to on instagram because we today is the instagram thing but also facebook on the highlights to like put that uh, book uh, like join the VIP list or book direct to get like the best rate or things like this so that it's like it's written you know they know okay you're giving people need to to know what to do like we are give them the call to action what they have to do they have to book direct in fact people we are all looking for uh, booking direct uh, we just don't know sometimes how it goes so Another tip, book direct to have your own uh, name for your place so that when they look on one of the like OTA, they will find uh, your name and then they will go on Google, look uh, for it, they will find your uh, direct website, they will go uh, book on there. So those yeah. are the tips. I, I love that one because you're right. I think so many people don't realize the benefits of booking directly with the owner. And this is probably down to the fact that booking.com, Expedia, Airbnb, you name it, spend millions and billions 
getting the right marketing message across where they, they make out that they should be booking via them because they are actually booking direct. And that's, you know, it's one of our jobs is to say, listen, no, booking direct means coming straight to the property by phone call, email, website, and these are the benefits of doing so. And you've got to relate this 100%. Now let's talk about the Facebook group. Let's talk about your Facebook group. First and foremost, what is it? What is it called? What was the idea of creating it? And, and, and what are the plans for it? Mm -hmm. So it's called Airbnb, more direct bookings, uh, marketing tips for vacation rentals, I think. Uh, I'm changing it sometimes. Why I call it Airbnb when I say more direct bookings, because basically it's very mainstream. Everyone knows Airbnb, especially on Facebook, like most of the groups are about Airbnb. So I put this keyword, I'm all about keywords. Um, and yeah, why I created this? because I noticed there are a lot of other groups uh, of Airbnb hosts, which are focusing more on the hospitality side, uh, like how to host well, what to do, which kind of sheets to have, what to do for the cleaning, whatever. But, uh, and or some like will be on the wish listing thing, which uh, I, I don't believe in, but uh, <laughs> this is only my point of view. And, uh, but they don't think about other ways, marketing ways or for online visibility. There are like so much, like so many more things than just being on a website like Airbnb and just waiting for, uh, like passively waiting for one booking to come. Yeah. Uh, you have other ways and people were not like, really aware of those ways so that's why i have a business background i studied marketing and i i went out i, I worked two years in corporate and then i just left this corporate world so i built businesses i did mistakes uh, and from that i learned so i know that online visibility is like the most important marketing is very important and from all I learned, I could see that I could share a lot of things that uh, for me, in a way, were just obvious and easy. But for a lot of people, it was not because they didn't have this background. A lot of people who are doing vacation rentals don't have a background in marketing. And that's why I decided, okay, let's, uh, let's create this group and let's share like the, all the ideas that I have and the the thing that I know with, uh, with people who are interested in being active on getting bookings and having a business, not just a hobby with Airbnb. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like I say, it's a great group. And, and what I love about your group is that you pass on so much good advice and, and you do this a lot you know in, in the group and um it, it's similar to why i started the hospitality community is just to pass on advice because it, again you just noticed that there was something missing in, in in other areas um for me with the hospitality community i just got frustrated that my local area wasn't providing mm -hmm. online support uh and and for yourself like i say you've come in you've got the group you, you're and there's so much cool advice and, and i can just see it every month it's just growing and, and people are, are really loving it so i just wanted to just take this moment to say well done because it is so hard specifically now in 2019 to get a facebook group going um just with all the algorithms and whatnot so it's awesome to see one final question then and we're just gonna 
totally flip this back around to hashtags is one that I forgot to ask at the time, but mm -hmm. it's a question that, that came in when, when I put a little post out earlier in the day saying, have we got any questions for Instagram? And it was, when it comes to it, where should you put these hashtags? Should it be in the posts? Mm -hmm. Should it be in the comments? Where are we putting them and how many should we be putting? What's your advice on this? Mm -hmm. So this is a really good question. And in fact, if you had asked me one month ago, my answer would have been different. But I think one or two weeks ago, Instagram did, uh, did a live or they shared some tips. And what I was sharing before, so for people who listened to my advice before, Instagram now is changing and is saying like different things. So before I was saying like, have like at least uh, around 30 hashtags and put it in the first comment. And now what Instagram is saying is that having 10 to 15 hashtags is good and they recommend to put it directly in the caption. Uh, so like that's what Instagram is saying. So I guess they know what they are yeah. telling. <laughs> what, we, uh, what we do know definitely is that Instagram changed their mind all the time. Yes, exactly. And I think, I mean, this is, this is key is that when it comes to looking at tactics and tips, just know that the algorithm and all these things change and everybody, I mean, this is being recorded in November, 2019. So by the time this goes live in December, I guarantee there'll be a big change that's happened. It happens all the time. But I think one thing that you said, and I a hundred percent think that it is true to form for all platforms, for all marketing is relationship marketing. If, if you can build that and if you can create that and if you can build super fans, people that will love, like, share, recommend, then mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter whether it's a hotel, it's uh, an Airbnb, it's, it's, it's rental properties, it's, it's whatever type of business that you can think of. If you can do that, then you will survive the test of time. It doesn't matter what the algorithms are. Mm -hmm. Natasha, thank you so much. Now, where can people go and find you? Where is the best place? Please leave us with, with uh, the best places that people can find you. Well, the best place is my, as I said, I'm spending time on, uh, on Facebook. So on, in my Facebook group, if you have any question about vacation rental, I would uh, advise you to go to this Facebook group, uh, Airbnb, more direct bookings. Uh, what I said, like marketing tips for vacation rentals. Or vacation rentals, that's it. And I'm sure that Mark will put, uh, put the link to it. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a direct message. I'm like very open to, to this. I don't feel like uh, you're invading my privacy. <laughs> there is no privacy anymore online anyway. So just send me a private message and I will be happy to reply to your question or comment on this live or on the podcast. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. We'll get all the show notes in the links in the show notes. Sorry. Uh, and, and we will be uh, definitely coming to say hi. Okay. This is season seven, episode nine of the Boostly podcast. If this is the first time that you have listened and tuned in, then you've got a whole load of back episodes to go and catch up. In this season alone, we've talked about outsourcing. We've talked about GDPR. We focused on self-check-ins. We've talked about digital guidebooks and so much more. All you need to do to go and check them out, go to booster.co.uk forward slash podcast. Please make sure you go and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It gets it further up the charts. I want to say thank you to Hostfully 
who are our sponsors of the of the Boosted Podcast. They create stunning digital guidebooks that you will wow your guests with. Uh, go to the YouTube channel, go to the iTunes, go to the Spotify, go wherever you get your audio or your video, and please come and say hi. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's at Boostly UK, like Natasha said. I do a daily vlog. I love to play around with loads of little apps, tricks and tactics and, and, and whatnot on Instagram. So you'll mostly see me there. And if you want to come and uh, find out more about Boostly, as always, boostly.co.uk. But thank you so much for tuning in and I will be back again very, very soon.